0: The show features adult content and adult language, so listener discretion is advised.
1: When I'm good, I'm very good. But when I'm bad, I'm better.
0: What's up? What's up with it, everybody? Welcome to the Bad Cow Podcast Show. First things first, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to the returning listeners who came back, the new listeners who stopped by. You both chose to have me in your speakers today, and I really appreciate it. As always, I hope you enjoy today's badness. Here we go. Submit everybody, welcome back. Today's Tuesday. And it is also my 80th podcast episode. You know what? In all honesty, it's probably a little bit more than 80, but you know, I had to delete, maybe, you know, curate a little bit. Cause some of the shit was just not uh you know, just they weren't all keepers. But as far as everybody is concerned, today is 80, 80. So I kind of thought, hmm, how should I commemorate the 8E? First, I was really stupid and I was like, oh my God, I could do 80 HD. <laughs> Lindsay, you're so funny. I know, I know, right? I was like, nah, bitch, you talk about that shit plenty already. I was born in 88. There's that. I mean, I hope I make it to 80 in my life. You know, I was kind of struggling because how do I make that uh, a Tuesday alliteration like I like? I'm not going to be able to, I don't think. So I just decided that because it's a it's a round number, okay? That's what it is. And we're going to celebrate it however the fuck I want because it's my show. We're going to do it. It's my podcast and I do it. Mm-mm. Right there, that little example I just gave with that stupid fucking song. That's kind of where we're going to go today with this episode because music is fucking powerful i argue that music is probably one of the most powerful forms of art period because not everybody is like in like into paintings and although you can't really have music if you don't have writing although you can't really do that, that i mean i get it people are gonna argue whatever they want and there's probably some truth to it but music is just pretty powerful it's across the board powerful unless i guess you're deaf but hey didn't stop Beethoven. I love music. Who doesn't love music? Weirdos. Weirdos don't like music. People who fucking sit in the car in silence. Why? What are you doing with your life? My dad does that shit. I'm like, why the fuck do we have to sit here and just hear each other breathe? What the fuck? And me, I like that shit blasted. Like, I don't want to hear myself think. I just want to hear the fucking music. Come on now. Sometimes it gets me into trouble, you know, when there's, like, sirens and shit behind me. Or Music's just a really powerful thing. I've always liked music. <laughs> God, I so wanted to be the white Whitney Houston. That's all I wanted to be in life. It's probably better that I was never a celebrity because I'm sure I would have just ended up on drugs dead, you know? Given the fact that I damn near went down that same path already in normal life? God, imagine the uh, accelerated boom I would have had if I was on the Hollywood walk. Anyways, before we get to, uh... The plethora, eclectic, musical tastes of mine. Because trust, they're probably going to be surprising. It's everything from Tchaikovsky to trap music. I want to share something that I looked up on the internet about the number 80 because I wasn't really sure where I was going to go with this. But turns out, 80 is a pretty fucking cool number. First, I got answers like, uh, it's before 81 and after 79. No shit. The fuck? They made a whole website about that? It's a natural number. As opposed to, I guess there's unnatural ones. I don't know. Math's not my shit. But let me tell you what this uh, website said about the number 80. Because apparently it's like an angel number or some shit. I don't know what the, all that means. It probably goes against, you know, biblical beliefs. Like, it, I shouldn't even be looking at it, but I am. So, the meaning of the angel number 80, people. Are you ready? Let's do it. Because it's actually pretty fucking positive and I'm excited. Scroll to the top, all this clickbait in between. Okay. Almost there. The number 80 has a few different meanings depending on the context in which it appears. In general, however, the meaning of the angel number 80 is associated with change and transformation. Like a butterfly, bitch. It is a sign of new beginnings and positive change in your life. Yes. Long awaited. You may be on the verge of good news and great abundance from the divine realm. For sure. It often appears when people are going through a major life transition or undergoing a period of growth. Don't worry, I'm not changing my name to Kevin or something. I'm not going through that kind of transition. If you are seeing the number 80 frequently, it could have the secret meaning that big changes are on the horizon. Not just in your ass, Lindsay. The influence of a planet Mercury can cause people to have surprising reactions to the changes you're experiencing. You may feel like you don't have much time to prepare for them and that it will become a complete disaster. However... The angels are assuring you that you will be successful. Your angels are letting you know that they are with you every step of the way and will help you through whatever changes come. They want you to know that you can always rely on them for support no matter what happens. Unconditional angels. Who wants, I mean, what else do you need? Trust in the divine timing of your life and be open to all the possibilities that the future holds. I'm open, bitch. Like a 7-Eleven, I'm open. This number is also associated with positive energy and a divine plan. Your guardian angels are protecting you, and you are on the right track. I knew it. I knew it. The meaning of the angel number 80 is also a symbol of abundance and prosperity. If you have been working hard towards your goals, the universe is letting you know that your efforts will be rewarded. You are about to experience a time of abundance in all areas of your life. Be grateful for what you have and trust that even more good things are on the fucking way. I added the fucking. You're about to unlock personal powers and discover important things that you have been That have been hidden from you thus far. Seeing as this number is also linked with the symbol of infinity and beyond. The significance of angel number 80 is an important one. It is a sign that you are meant for a higher purpose. I knew it. I knew it, bitches. This is a message of the angels that everything will be okay. It is also a message that like different summer sequences associated with this number, your life is about to make a perfect circle. The number 80 is also a sign of balance and harmony. Sweet. This is a time when you need to focus on finding equilibrium in your life. You may have been experiencing some chaos or upheaval lately. Yeah, for like the past 10 years. But the number 80 indicates that things are about to settle on down. Good, because I can't take any more wrinkles. Even though you may think that you have strange ideas or humble beginnings, the angelic realm is assuring you that you have good judgment. You have been putting in good work for a long time, and it is time for you to see the rewards of that. Amen! Boom, shaka-laka-laka. So that's, uh, that's basically what it means. It basically means that I'm about to be the shit, so you guys better like me before everybody does. You could say that you liked me before I was cool, okay? Now is the time to hop on the Lindsay Fun bus. It says that my angels are trying to communicate a specific message to me to be open to receiving their guidance and allow it to lead me towards my highest good. Trust that the universe has your best interests at heart and everything will work out in the end. Have faith in yourself and your ability to navigate whatever changes come your way. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I do if nobody else does. says i need to trust my inner wisdom. Thank God i got the wisdom app. See? See, it's all been for a, it's all been part of the plan. Love that motherfucking wisdom app. Got to trust my intuition. So next time i get some money i'm going to gamble it. That's going to be my intuition. That's usually how it goes. It says that 80 is also a sign of progress. Is a definite sign that you're about to enter a different stage in my life. Thank God. Been working hard, making steady progress, letting you know that all your effort is about to pay off. Boom, shaga, laga again. Oh, let's see what 80 means in love. I'm not single, so let's go to the uh, part where you're in a relationship. If you're in a relationship, the number 80 indicates that things are about to get even better. (laughs) It is a good sign that you're about to take your relationship to a deeper level. Ooh, anal? Is that what I'm thinking? No. (laughs) I couldn't help it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It definitely doesn't mean we're going to do 69. Apparently, the number is 80. The universe is ble- is blessing your relationship with love, happiness, and harmony and lube. I'm just kidding. Be grateful for what you have and be grateful for what you have and enjoy every moment together. The best is yet to come. Yeah, babe, you hear that? You hear that, babe? When it comes to love, the meaning of angel number eighty is associated with balance and harmony. This is a time when you need to focus on finding equilibrium in your relationship. This number can also be associated with the twin flame relationships. What the fuck is that? It can mean that this part of your life is about to come full circle. The ultimate force is on your side to deliver you the perfect partner. I already have him; he's already been delivered. Sign, sell, deliver. He's here. This love relationship is about to begin. So pay attention to the little things that may be angelic messages signaling the arrival of a romantic relationship. Oh, they must have. Uh, I must have skipped to the single part. Okay, let's do the eighty in health. When it comes to your health, the number eighty is also a sign of progress. You may have been working hard to make they, They're saying the same shit over and over. I'm starting to not believe this shit, so maybe I should just quit while I'm ahead here. Okay, let's see what it means in spirituality. If you've been seeking guidance, the number eighty is a sign that you are here. That they are hearing you loud and clear. God, about damn time! Pay attention to your intuition. You're being led in the right direction. The powerful number can also be a sign that you are at the beginning of a spiritual journey. Woo! A clear sign that you are entering a period of personal growth and spiritual enlightenment. I'm already perfect. I don't know what they're talking about. That part probably doesn't apply to me. I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. How to use the angel number 80. When you see the number 80, take a moment to reflect on what it means for you. It's important to speak to your spirit guides on a regular basis to strengthen your relationship with them. If you are seeing this number, your spiritual awakening is on the horizon. So take advantage of it this is a sign that the universe is supporting your dreams and goals trust in the process and have faith that everything is happening for a reason the best is yet to come yeah that's what I like to hear motherfucker when should I use it? when I'm at the casino no if you are experiencing a time of abundance the number 80 is a reminder to stay grateful for what you have trust that even more things are on the way and enjoy this time of prosperity oh I will motherfucker I will gonna get me some motherfucking wheels cause I'm sick of being a Flintstone bitch no more bicycle heifers I'm getting four wheels And that doesn't mean I'm getting two bicycles. I'm getting me a motor vehicle again. Finally. Shit. It says it's it's important to scale back any exuberant behavior. Oh, fuck. Show gratitude to the physical entities. Of course. You've clearly led an honorable life. (laughs) (laughs) Define honorable, Milan. And deserve good things. So keep living with grace. Of course. Of course. Wouldn't have it any other way. That you will experience inner happiness soon. Yeah. Pay attention to other number sequences in your life, as these lucky numbers may be more messages for you. They may appear as license plates, family members' birthdays, a house number, or even an atomic number? What is that? Maybe a lottery number? Alright, people. So that's what's going on today. 80. 80 Like, ADHD. I thought that was pretty clever when I thought of that, but we're not gonna get stuck on that. So that's what's going on with me, and that's what this episode is about. Maybe I should save the music thing for a different episode because that was pretty fun just talking about the 80s but i was really looking forward to uh talking about the music cuz again it's such a fucking powerful thing i i'm not going to list 80 songs though we'll be here all night because you know i'm going to have to do a little preview of all of them right so maybe i'll just get like one from each genre genre however the fuck you say that one each from each category because I like pretty much all music at least pieces of it all unless it's like fucking polka or something else like that's some that's not my shit typically I like music with words but I am a, a bit of a Tchaikovsky fan gotta say the Russians know how to do the classical music I mean you just you can't deny it so let's see what are all the musical genres let's see let's see what the categories are and then I'll just pick one for each even though i hope you guys are of the understanding that there's other songs i like okay <clears throat> really i just want to pick songs that even if i don't really like oh, shut up computer like them that much these are songs that like no matter what whenever i hear them throughout my life they're going to have a special meaning tied to them like there's going to be a memory there's going to be a moment there's going to be something that makes me feel like that applies to my life you know like a lot of us probably have a song like that For me, I think the number one that's kind of been a constant fave, because it's just an undeniable fucking artist and song, is Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. I love Whitney. Oh, bring back Whitney. Fuck, dude. For real, when Whitney Houston died, that was like a moment for me. I was just like, well, fuck. That is a dream that will never come true now, Lindsay. You will never get to meet the fucking great Whitney. And nobody's better than Whitney. I don't give a fuck about Beyonce, Rihanna, none of them bitches. Whitney is untouchable. She's unmatched. She is a fucking voice for the for the centuries, man. Angel singing voice. God, if people don't like Whitney Houston, just get the fuck out of here. You old fucking tone deaf piece of shit. So that's like the first song I got to put on here. That's like me and my boyfriend's song because he loves that song too. You can't not like that song. I see dogs get emotional about that song. You just can't. You can't not like that song. Same way I feel like you can't not like Whitney Houston. Who does not like Whitney Houston? You know who I don't like is fucking Bobby Brown because I feel like he's the problem. He was the, the reason her and the daughter died in the same goddamn way. It's fucking tragic. But guess what? Bobby's still around, kicking, remarried and shit. Fucking chump. All right, genres of music. What are all the genres of music? Let's see. Rock, hip-hop. In terms of rock music, like it's classic rock all the way and pretty much anything by the rolling stones painted black under my thumb satisfaction can't always get what you want sympathy for the devil you name it i like it the stones rule if i had to pick between the stones and the Beatles, it would be the fucking stones without hesitation Beatles were great beetle to me they were a little more popish than they were rock i know they you know i know i know they have quite a following The fucking Rolling Stones would beat the shit out of the Beatles if they ever got down to it. Shit. Shit, at least... There's more Rolling Stones that are still alive. I don't know how the fuck McJagger is alive. Motherfucker looked like a... Like, legit Walking Dead. I don't know how, the hell, whatever the fuck drugs he was on, we all need him. Because he is still alive and rocking his scrawny ass up and down the stage, miles, every fucking show he's in. I like the Rolling Stones because of the longevity, man. My, my dad went to see the Rolling Stones when he was 18. And then when I was 18, my dad took me to see the Rolling Stones. That's dope. That has only happened with one band. Well, because we don't really care for the same music typically, but we like the Rolling Stones. Under my thumb. My dad loves to sing the, You can't always get what you want. He loves singing that to me. And that's when I tell him he's under my thumb. We got a special relationship, me and my dad. But yeah, Rolling Stones all the way, that's my rock pick. Next, not music. Electron. Oh, I don't have no electronic. Actually, maybe I do. Only because of my son. All right. Oh, it says there's 42. Fuck. We're not doing all that. That's gonna. I'm gonna use my dad's famous last words for that. I'm not doing that. That's my dad's fucking tagline. I swear to God. Okay, we're just gonna do the ones that we can like. Like, we're not doing all the fucking categories of rock. Jesus, how many categories of rock are there? There's progressive rock. There's pop rock, rock and roll. Rapping is its own genre. Why isn't it just hip-hop? I don't know. Maybe that was a really inappropriate thing for me to say. God, I'm sure I'm going to offend someone. All you sensitive-ass motherfuckers out there. Ska music? We're not doing that. I guess No Doubt kind of counts as ska music. Me and my boyfriend talked about that earlier. But that, I mean, No Doubt was cool, but I didn't really like them when they were No Doubt. Like, and I really don't care for the Gwen Stefani music. All those fucking bitches that went solo from their groups... Fuck you. Like I'm glad you got paid for that shit because don't nobody respect your music now. For delicious bananas, Beyoncé kind of made it work, but that's cuz she's Queen B. Everybody else you can go fuck yourselves. Popular music, that's a that's a genre, just popular music. Got it. All right, I think we're just going to stick with the basics here, people. We're going to do rock. We're going to do rhythm and blues, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe not. I do like R&B. Don't get me wrong. I just, I mean, we're going to do rock, hip hop, and yes, believe it or not, country, classical. Um, and we'll do, let's do one more. Oh, I like musicals. I love Broadway shit. I grew up in theater, man. I love that shit. Singing is a genre? How the fuck? Where? Who is this? Is this Wikipedia? Some bunk-ass shit. Of course it is. Fucking okay. What are seven different popular music? Let's do it: pop music, hip-hop music, rock music, rhythm and blues, soul, reggae, country, funk. Oh, my boyfriend's a big funk fan. Okay, let's start with. I think all the pop, like quote-unquote pop music, I like is like old pop, like and I don't even know if it is pop. Like when I think of like a Leslie Gore song, is she pop? Let's see, let's see what Leslie Gore is because I do like one of her songs. Classic, the stupid fucking girl tried to redo it. Let's see, Leslie Gore. Genre. I bet you it's just the decade. Oh, it is pop. Okay, good. Got a pop song. Y'all ready? Here we go. Okay. So let's start from the top with pop. Okay, so my pop song is You Don't Own Me. You don't
1: own. Me. I'm not just one of your many times. You don't own me. Don't say can go with other
0: ah, boys don't tell me what to do tell me what to sing i love that song very powerful woman song almost any time i have if i can ever like afford apple or spotify like if i can ever afford a music app where i can like make my own playlists i usually have like an angry chick or like a, just a chick playlist and i usually call it my girl music like it's girl music but i drop the i and add like four r's girl music i like that shit girl power even though i don't have a spice girl song on there i used to like spice girls maybe that would be my second in command when it comes to pop oh yeah, i'll tell you what just because it's a classic but i like the leslie gore you don't own me own me excuse me you don't own me. they don't make them like they used to right all right what was next what was the next genre? oh here we go hip-hop this one's gonna be tricky because I like a lot of hip hop music. Like this is one where I can break it down into different categories. Like there's 90s rap, there's Bay Area rap, there's fucking trap music. There's a lot of hip hop that I like. Let's see what I wrote down because those have to be the ones that I like the most if I thought to write them down. Okay. Some of these I think I'm gonna have to play for you just because they just deserve it. Let's see. Maybe I could do some lightweight, not so offensive ones, but those are the first ones. I those are the ones I like. I'm sorry, but there was a song out in the Bay Area a couple of years ago called "No Ho" by law That's how he says his name.
1: D-Law. He don't give a fuck about no ho.
0: No ho. No ho. No ho. No ho. E-40 was on it. Beetle Weeder was on it. Let's let's hear that one real quick. Oh yeah, it's young Beetle Weeder. Them, don't feed them. I don't love them. I don't need them. I just stuff them in the beam and take them to the track and leave them. Play all of my money, but you might just catch a beating. If I rattle out, it's horrible. It's a horrible song, but I. <laughs> it's just funny, especially E40's verse. My black chick is ten, my Latin is the ocho, my white is so so, my Asian is yo ho. I'm mobile, I'm global. I'm... <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. Yes, it's a horrible message. Admitted. Maybe we shouldn't even play it. Maybe it doesn't even deserve the airtime, but we're just gonna play a little bit of it. Almost a lot, almost all the hip hop songs I like are probably gonna be a titch and a probe. But, you know, fuck it. This is my favorites, okay? Not the politically correct favorites. Let's hear it. Yo, yo, I'm local. I'm global, I'm local, I'm
1: local, not local, but local. I'm crazy, I'm, for- I'm, I'm he I'm don't give a, a fuck, fuck about not no. No, he don't give a, a not not fuck about it. To a, to the Put a bitch up on the track the rain the snow. I don't care about the
0: weather, Bop. Go get your raincoat. To listen to. Okay, so that's probably one of my favorite. But that's like Bay Area rap. That's my. That's one of my favorite Bay Area rap songs. I think as far as 90s rap goes, I love Tupac's Hit 'Em Up. I like angry songs. <laughs> you claim to be a player, but I fucked your life. He is shitty in that song. I love it. I like that shit. One more Bay Area wine. Can I do real quick? Tell Me When to Go. I'll probably always like, I don't really. It's not that I like love that song, but that brings me back to my high school days. That was the song of the year of that time of the hyvery movement. Oh, my God. time Me When to Go. But I really like Messy Marv. And yes, I know he is a fucking strung out dope fiend now. I don't give a fuck. Happens to the best of us, bitch. And I really like this song of his, of all of them. And it's like a sweet, kind of, it's kind of a sweet song. It's called Baby. It's a classic. This one. We're just going to fast forward a little bit.
1: Oh, that's too far. New Year. Bad red bone up under my top. Are we leaving? Stop your baby. Come on, give a gangster chance. Look like you got the whole world in your pants. Young, but I'm sure a little more advanced. You're a baby. I mean, really, shit.
0: Why Whitney married Bobby and I'll Stella got a groove back Fuck Bobby she said we'll make some back. Maybe I don't like that song anymore Fuck Bobby Moving on Sore spot there on that one Okay, so those are probably some of my favorite hip-hop songs I also like that Caroline song You guys know I sang that on the show before like an idiot Thinking you guys could hear it and really could only hear me Wanna be rapping it Caroline, you're fine. I love that song. Um, what is this song? I put friends in low. I don't think that's what I meant. I'm not sure what that uh was about. Let's get to a little bit more enlightened shit. Something that makes me look a little bit, a little bit, uh, fancier, what have you. So yeah, I gotta, I got a big thing for Tchaikovsky. He is the shit. You know, I mean, and and I know you guys have heard of shit. If you've heard the Nutcracker or Swan Lake, then you've heard Tchaikovsky, okay? Love that shit. Fuck. There's a couple songs that I don't know what the fuck they're saying in them, like Ave Maria or Figaro. I really like Figaro. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Was I on a Figaro kick? A couple years ago, I remember being in my spare bathroom that i was been trying to redo still to this day. But during that time, I had printed out the lyrics to Figaro and taped them on the wall that I was painting so that I could memorize them while I was painting. I figured I could do two things at once. Go figure. Me? Yeah. Multitasking. I love Figaro. The Barber of Seville, that song? Figaro, 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 Figaro. La, Figaro, la, Figaro, uh, Figaro, uh, Figaro, uh. I love that song. And you know what? There's a video on YouTube that I used to want to do like an analysis video with because there's something happening with this couple in the audience. This like new married couple, something's happening. Because the bride seems to be like fucking creaming in her pants over this opera guy. And the fucking groom is noticing and he is not happy. It looks like there's going to be some black eyes in their future. But let's just go ahead and pull up the Figaro. Because I remember seeing Robin Williams sing this in the... In the Beginning of Mrs. Doubtfire and also Willie the Operatic Whale, which is a cartoon by Disney. Who ever heard of an operatic whale? But he sings that song. na 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 I almost knew the whole song. Fucking Italian. There's just one part in particular I'm gonna try to bust out for you guys. Not the whole song.
1: Boom! Boom! I love it. La 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 la. I love
0: this shit. La 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 la. Di
1: qualità,
0: di qualità. Di qualità. Figaro, figaro. Son qua, Ay, figaro. Son qua, figaro la della città, della città, della città, della città. Okay, we ready? Go. I damn near had it. You oh, know how fast you got to move your tongue for that shit? Oh,
1: almost
0: can't do it. I love that song. Ave Maria, which you guys should know around Christmas time. And then there's another religious song. And it's really, I I really like this song. Only when I hear this fucking boys choir singing it. Because for some reason, it just moves me. It's called Nearer My God to Thee. Let's hear that real quick. And then we're going to get into the country shit, okay? We're going to lighten it up. It's some fucking boys college choir that sings this shit. And it fucking... But they nailed this shit, dude. Make me mad. Okay, here we go. This is all acapella. I have a fucking thing for acapella. This shit... It uh, makes my eye twitch listening to it. I love it. Okay, stop, Lindsay. Nobody wants to hear you sing it. Listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. Here he comes. Ready? All right. Let's see what else we got. Oh my god! And okay, so because of my son, the following songs are on my life list of songs. The first one is um. My heart will go on from Titanic. My son had a serious obsession with Titanic for a minute. He, We even had a Titanic party during COVID because we couldn't go anywhere. and We were bored as fuck. We made a big cardboard cutout of the Titanic ship. And we took Polaroid pictures like we were Jack and Rose. <laughs> and my son dyed his hair blonde and I dyed my hair fucking burgundy red. Just like the fucking movie. Shower looked like a crime scene after that. But we were so cute. And my son can still, to this day, tell you any fucking fact about the goddamn Titanic. You ask him, he'll tell you, and he's more accurate than Google, I swear to God. He knows everything about the Titanic, which did not help our journeys when we went out on boats, but it's neither here nor there. My heart will go on. is on that fucking list. As well as this fucking annoying-ass song called "Blue." by Eiffel 54 or some shit. You guys will remember it. It was a big song when I was younger before I had my son and now my son loves it. When he hears this song, he fucking jams in the car. You'll remember it. Give me a second. It's like a techno song. I probably wouldn't have any techno songs. I would not have any techno songs on my list if it wasn't for this one.
1: About a little guy that
0: lives in the blue world. And all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue like him. Inside and outside. Blue is house with the blue little window. <laughs> Let's just get to the chorus here. It's one you have to kind of headbang to.
1: I'm a dee-da-da-da, I'm a dee da da I fucking hate this song, but my son likes it, so we're gonna dance to
0: the end for my fucking son, yeah. That's what kids do to you. Alright, let's go ahead and get into some country. Now, I know you guys do not, despite my name, there's really nothing country about me. So yeah, I, I would understand how people wouldn't necessarily instantly associate me with even knowing any country music but check it out bitch. And I'm not talking about this new country shit. This Taylor Swift bullshit. Mm-mm. That's not country. That's pop country if we're going to break it down into the weeds about genres. I'm talking Reba McEntire, I guess Garth Brooks. Uh my boyfriend listens to this podcast called Your Mom's House and they fucking give Garth Brooks the most shit ever. But almost anybody who says they're a country fan and they don't like Friends in Low Places, the fuck out of here. Blame it all on my roots. Showed up in bugs. And you know what? Although I kind of have country-ish roots and I like rap music now, I do not think the two should merge. When you put country and rap, you know what you get? Crap. But I have a funny song that perhaps at the end of this, that is a country version of a very popular rap song. And honestly, if it wasn't for this country version of this very popular rap song, I probably wouldn't know all the words to this rap song. But we're going to save that as the bonus at the end, okay? So I do like the Friends in Low places. That's what the Friends in Low meant. Remember a second ago, I was like, what is Friends in Low? I, like, didn't finish the sentence. I must have wanted to get to the Baby Got Back underneath it too fast before I forgot. So I just didn't finish it. That's what it was. Mystery solved. See, people? That number 80 got me. We're coming full circle all over the place <clears throat> now i want to uh enlighten you guys on a song that good old fucking reba made eons ago that's got some really negative fucking undertones dare i say ghetto undertones to it despite its name being called fancy this song is about a uh, mother turning her daughter out that's that's it that's what the song's about taught her daughter how to turn tricks just be nice to the gentleman, fancy. They'll be nice to you. Yeah, for real. If you didn't know that, go back and listen to that song. We'll, you know, we'll play a little chunk of it right now. Mama dabbed a little bit of perfume. Mama dabbed yeah, she kissed my cheek, and I watched her tears But up in her troubled eyes as she started to speak. All right, fancy. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Don't let me down. Ready? This one, she's putting makeup on her and shit. Mama dabbed a little bit of perfume. I'll just let you listen.
1: And then I saw the tears went up in her troubled eyes as she started to speak. She looked at a pitiful shack. And then she looked at me and took a ragged breath. Pause round up. I'm real sick and a baby gonna start a day. She handed me a heart she'd block if you said to me. To self the truth. And I shivered as I watched you go. Crawl across the toe of my heel
0: shins. It sounded like somebody else. Ever.
1: Mama, what
0: do I do? She said, be nice to the fancy. They'll be nice to you. Go be a hoe now, Fancy. That's what it's about.
1: Don't let me down. Oh, forgive me for what I do. Now don't let me down now. Your mama's gonna
0: you town. Get over it, Fancy. You was gonna be a hoe anyways. Yep, country. That's country music for you. I know a lot more. I know a lot of country songs, unfortunately. Jesus, anything from the 90s I know because my mom had a blast in... And (laughs) she's not like my dad. My dad likes to ride in silence. My mom likes to ride in country. All right. Because that's pretty much all that I have left on my list here that I at least want to touch on. I uh, really, like deep down in my soul, I love Nina Simone and almost all the songs she has. Put a Spell on You, Misunderstood. But I really like "Feeling Good" by her.
1: I'm good.
0: I love Nina Simone. Tragic, tormented soul. Nobody like her. I'm sure there's a lot of people that try to sing this song or try to be like her, and you can't be like her. That's like a Whitney Houston. You just can't. You can't. You can't fake that shit. Uh, where is one with? There's a shit ton of people out here that actually tried to. No, I don't want this motherfucker. Stop, bitch. Stop. 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 How dare you? Ruin a fucking classic like that. All that guitar and shit in there. Birds flying high. That's the one I want. The real jazzy. Oh, maybe it's jazz. Is that jazz? Whatever the fuck it is. It's the Nina Simone genre. That's the one I like. Um, Let's try. Let's try real quick. Because I know this episode is dragging. But it's just that good. Here we go. There she is. Smoking a joint and shit. She was so goddamn cool.
1: Fucking ads, man. Uh,
0: Let me live my life, bitch high, you know how Everybody shuts up when they hear that. Shine
1: in the sky, you know how on back, it's, it's a new day. dawn. It's a new day. It's, it's a new day. life for me, yeah. It's new new dawn, dawn, new
0: day. I love it. Shut up, Lindsay. Let them hear it. And I'm feeling good. I love that shit. And now I think, well, what does Bill Withers fall under? Because there is a Bill Withers song that I've always loved. It's a little, it's a little raunchy, but I love it. I guess maybe he's funk. This would make my boyfriend proud. Let's see, let's see. Oh, he's R and B and soul. Oh well. I don't care if he's funk. Bill Withers, like, pretty much everything he fucking made was a classic. Lovely day. Have you held that note for like three years? This song. Better not be no goddamn ad, bitch. Yes. And so just hang on. You'll know it. Just playing the guitar for it. Normally it's like some funky shit. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs>
1: Tell me about it, Bill. keep trying tell me All you want to do is use me. Yeah. Get all and use me stuff. I love this part. I don't want to spare the news. That if it feels as good getting you or oh, you just keep on using me okay, Bitch, until you use me
0: up Classic, right? Fucking classic. Now, I know there's a lot of songs on here, people, that I'm going to regret not not enlightening you on as being one of my favorites, but I'm running near my time. This is one of the longest episodes I've done, so real quick. Because I promised you a bonus at the end. I'm going to... This is a This is an example of country and rap. Crap. But I'm gonna do it for you guys, cause uh, it's we. I'm, I'm sick of the division in this world. Let's try to unify. Um, I believe the the band that did this originally was uh, i think they're called Fish with P H I S H. And just because it'll sound better than me singing it by myself, I'm gonna have that shit in the background. Okay, ready? But I know all the words and I can sing it just like the country guy singing it. You ready? Time to get funky, people.
1: With so much drama in the LBC. It's kind of hard being Snoop The old double G, but I somehow, some Keep coming up. Funky ass shit. Mean like every single day. And gotta kick a little something for the G's and make a few friends as I breeze through. I two in the morning and a party's still jumping. 'Cause my mind ain't home. I got bitches in the living room getting it on. They ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you wanna do? I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. So the lights and closet doors, but what, what? We don't love them whores. And we're gonna smoke an ounce today. Jesus, up, down like you motherfuckers bounce today. Don't break it down now. And I'll be rolling down the street, smoking in those, sipping on gin and juice.
0: With my mind on my money, on my money, on my mind. All right, everybody. That about does it for today. I'm going to go... uh <laughs> Till next time, stay jamming, okay? And watch out because I'm about to be entering into a period of a bu- All right, everybody, that about wraps it up for today. We got another one in the books. Thank you again so much for your listening support. I can't tell you how much it means to me. If you ever want to shout me out or come see what else I'm up to when I'm not in your speakers, feel free. I'm on Instagram at Bad Cow Podcast, Facebook on Bad Cow Podcast Show. And if you ever want to reach me directly, you can do so at badcowpodcastshow at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. See you next time. Bye.